Thank you for tuning in and Comp with Comic. I'm Brian Comp, and we are the Comic Sharia Manis. Mattis, how the hell are you? I'm, I'm all right. How are you Good. doing? Uh, well, I mean, I'm talking to Loud Bitch Comedy, I think. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And, and so, yeah, real, real quick, I know I follow you on Twitter. Your Sharia did that, but you're also, um, so that's on Twitter, and then Sharia Mattis Comedy on Instagram. And yes. there we can see you are the comedian, host, and producer of Loud Bitch Comedy, which in the last show looked like a barn burner. It was October 10th. It had Lucas Arnold. Yes. Yes. But, but more importantly, I had, you know, Sharia Mattis, who just, you know, she outflanked, you know, something like Usama Siddique. Who's that guy? I mean, we want Shari- Sharia Mattis top of the bill. Yeah. Who, who is this? Let's, not, let's not plug his crap anymore. Let's plug my stuff. He, he, he's overexposed. Yeah, I was talking to Todd, yeah. Monis, uh, Todd Monesty about his game show, and he was talking about Usama Siddique did well, and he's getting all cocky, and then he got blown out, and so that was a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I think what, from what it, it seems like he's a, just a wonderful dude that everybody loves. He's at the top of every single show. And so, I, I, but I'm just, you know, he hasn't been the sh- on the show yet. And so I'm happy that current guest Sharia Mattis is just above him on the Loud Bitch comedy uh, promo. Yes. And um, he was supposed to be on the one on the 10th and uh, he canceled last minute. Hollywood so, canceled, huh? Yep, exactly. Right. <laughs> He gets too big for his britches. He was on the second loud bitch. Now he's too big. <laughs> oh no, dude. I, I couldn't have set that up any better. What a punchline. He fucking, he Hollywood flaked out, huh? He totally, and now he won't even do copping with comic. Wow. I see how it is. I see how it is. I love that. Wow. <laughs> That's perfect. And so you're also, you have disastrous performance. That was just, that was somebody else's show, but you were on that show and it was hosted yes, by Dylan Adler. Yes. He's fucking hilarious. Did he see, he just did that video with what Kelly Bachman, where it was, uh, what a rape, rape, rape victims get horny rape too. They finally, yeah, too. they finally did the music video. Did you see that? Oh my goodness. Wait, when did that, that, when did that come out? I mean, I, I just watched it for the first time today. So maybe today. And so that oh like, Oh my goodness. I'm feeling some type of way that nobody told me. I, I, I'm not going to put them on front street, but I suggested that they quarantine together and film all the songs from the album, oh like gosh. film like a special or whatever, whatever, whatever. That's, I suggested that to them. Yes. And they said they was going to take, oh, I didn't get no executive producer credit or nothing. I got to go back and look at those credits because I, I should unretweet that if they didn't give you a credit. I, I love them. I stand them so hard. I love <laughs> Kelly Bachman. I love Dylan Adler. Like, but do they stand you back? I, I mean, I don't see a producer credit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know what it is? It's, it's unrequited love. And I oh. know what it is now. <laughs> it's like you know, it's like they say in rape victims get horny too it's like i love you but don't touch me you know it's like i love you guys but you guys are touching on me don't have the rights we can't be <laughs> i know that they will sue <laughs> <laughs> but it's like if they're not going to give you the producer credit we'll sing their shit on here. i don't care song. i'll sing this Dude, but yeah, we've been hoping to get on you, get you on here for a long time, but you've been dealing with some life shit. And that brings us to our next topic, which is advice columns. And so, you know, g- give us, give us the, you know, if you had to sum up the pandemic for Sharia Mattis, what would be, you know, dear, you know, dear Sharia Mattis, I am stuck at my fucking house. I don't have some comic, uh, musical comic to quarantine with to do my videos. What should I do to make sure I'm living the loud bitch life? I mean, I mean, to be honest, I was living, I was living the loud bitch life. I was living in this like queer femme uh, home, you know, like I had like roommates and stuff that were like my friends and it was good 
for a bit, but you know. <laughs> was there was there drama? No. Was, yes, I mean, like there was a drama through because, like, I don't like drama, so I yeah. always let. I can't say the S word. Can I curse here? Oh, please no, do. Please do. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I just let shit slide, and that's the problem, uh, and that I was just, you know, cleaning up after them. Started, after a while, you start feeling, like after cleaning up after white girls, you start feeling, <laughs> you just start feeling, they expect it, and you start getting into this weird role. <laughs> uh, I love this. I love, you're cleaning up after white girls. What the I fuck? Like, yeah. Uh, my ancestors did it. I paid them shit. We're sharing rent. My ancestors were cleaning up after white people, but they were not paying <laughs> Yeah, like I, yeah, I tend to t pick up after myself because I don't want to be. Um, and well, then when I use the bathroom, I clean the, you know, I like Windex, you know, or, or right. Lysol everything because I don't want that resentment coming from a. Uh, that's from a, right. You know what the thing is though? I don't see like it. Just I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. I'll do it. <laughs> until the last thing you have to clean up and it's like the wrong moment they start to people start to expect you to just do the thing that you always do that came to an end you had the kind of the queer femme you know nice yeah, with house, all this start... beautiful blah 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 until it wasn't okay and... And, and so they started expecting and then you moved out and then um, um it didn't it didn't go perfectly to plan Oh, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a, yeah, I, we were supposed to move out together and then whatever. And this is also, it's not just a roommate situation because we were yeah. friends too. Okay. So one of them I was very good friends with or yeah. whatever. But like, Pre preserve the friendship is important. Ex well, we had always had problems as friends and I didn't really want her to live with me. And she kind of uh, pushed her way into living with me. But then okay. I accepted it because I was like, I, you know, blah, blah, blah. Listen, I have issues with like letting people walk all over me and my friendships and shit. Well, it's, and, good like, you, it's good you know that. How long did it take you to even to realize that? I mean, fucking two weeks ago, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> Especially during this, like the time of the pandemic, everything is so horrible. You just want somebody around no matter how they treat you you just want somebody you know yeah. what i mean yeah. so like i think i just i needed to you know get get i mean i got my boss bitch shit together and uh, you know i got my deposit back i had to fight for my deposit back now i gotta fight to to stop paying the internet <laughs> oh it's fuck fuck yeah absolutely that's that shit sucks and that's why like um <laughs> Like I'm kind of the opposite way where because of those types of things, I don't want to kind of be in that situation. I'm always very, you know, I don't really, uh, you know, kind of introvert. I don't hang out with people at all because it's just like, let, you know, more, more friends, more problems. But there's other people on the other end of the spectrum. They're like so extroverted that they need, they, you know, during pandemic, especially they need people to lift them up. Whereas for, it's like, you know, they're always saying it's the balloon thing. Like when I interact with people, it takes it takes air out of my balloon. So I need to be able yes. to blow my balloon, but extroverts are the opposite where you guys interacting with others will blow up your balloon. It will give you energy. So, I mean, do you think it's ex extroversion, introversion or no? I think I'm, I think I'm like a, a little bit of both. Like I can, I can sometimes like people can really, uh, really energize me, but often people exhaust me <laughs> more often than not yeah. people exhaust me. But when people do energize me, they really do. And then I really appreciate it. But the thing is, I, you know, I'm kind of weird. I'm not, you know, like, not everybody gonna fuck with me. Like, you know? <laughs> so, so you, you need the right people who are like, I this need, is my kind of weird. Sharia Mattis, my yes, kind of weird. Yes, that's what it is. I need somebody who's my kind of weird. And if I find that like rare person who energizes me with their weird, I'll forgive 
fucking anything. Yeah. Like, you could slap my mama. I think Olga Namer said the same thing, where, like, if people are in her life, she will... You know, she'll kind of maybe put up with a little bit of shit and stuff like that. And we, we you know, and I, I was like, nah, man, the, the minute anything like that happens, it's like they're gone. And they're, that's the reason why, you know, that's somebody like, well, well, no, the, and like this way I said, Olga Namer, that's what I'll say to you probably is that you will walk her. down the street and 100 people will know you because you're the, you're the other way. Like you keep people in your life, even if they kind of mess up occasionally where it's me. Yeah. You know, it's like I have exactly two friends that I've had for decades and that's about it. Yeah, but I, I kind of also have two, like, friends that are the only two friends that I've really had for decades, because then eventually you have to cut those people out of your life. Yeah. After a while, people who, who, like, are toxic and abusive and da 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 to you, eventually the dam has got to break and either they leave or you leave, right? Yeah. So, like, I actually end up really, like, had to do a culling. I went to Asia for, like, Four, four and a half years okay. and when I came back you know what I mean it was like cut, 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 you know what I mean wow. because you realize like how unhealthy the people that you've kept in your life so I too only have when I'm talking about real real friends that I've had since I was in high school really only four five friends that I've had since, since high school that I that I still like fuck with and hang out today See, that's what you get for trying to wide, widen that friend circle right <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, right. So you're, you're saying being over in Asia didn't do it. It's just once you came back, you realize, holy shit, like I thought we were going to have a good hang with these people. And these people are toxic as fuck. Yes. It took absence to yes. realize what their reemergence would mean to your life and to your yes. sanity. It took absence. It took meditation. It took yoga <laughs> to be like, oh, 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 <laughs> like, that's unacceptable. Wow. Like, you know? and, 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 I mean, we're, we're talking like some enlightened motherfuckers. And, and do we think that, I mean, being in comedy, it almost makes you be a little bit more truthful about, uh, you know, I let people walk all over me or whatever. Like I find myself just dropping truth bombs all day long because my comedy guests are. Like they're, they're just being open and honest. And that's why I love talking to them. And it's like, um, and it's almost like nothing is off limits. And by telling your truth on stage or on a podcast or whatever, you're drawing the right people to you. I mean, like, do you think that you're, fi you're finding out these things about yourself because you're constantly talking about yourself on stage? No, man, I'm a Pisces. I'm always talking about myself. I'm always in my feelings and talking okay. about myself. So you'd be so, doing like, it regardless, even yeah, if you didn't have a microphone. <laughs> exactly. That, I would just be the annoying bitch that's at brunch talking over your friends. You know what I mean? I, that's, it's, and also, you know, like, but yeah, I think for sure I invite people into my life who like appreciate that kind of vulnerability. I think I definitely draw that more because of my comedy, because my comedy is like I, I would like to think it's it's very vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about my fibroids and shit. I think that's vulnerable. And I think like talking about things that people don't normally talk about, um, I think that's gonna draw people, draw a different kind of person to you, good or bad, good or yeah, bad. Yeah, because I mean, and was it always that way? Like back in the day, were you this open and honest on stage? I mean, I mean I'm, I'm gonna be real with you, I'm pretty new. I'm pretty okay. new to the scene, um, uh, but I've, I mean, like, no, if I wasn't even open or honest with myself, it took a lot, <laughs> it took a lot for me to admit things to myself. Yeah, so what were some of the, oh yeah, like, put me in a time capsule here, like, going back to the, you know, times when you were less than honest or even kind of dishonest with the audience and, and yourself, I mean, what kind of stuff were you talking about back in the day that now you just laugh at, like, why the fuck was I saying that on stage, that's not even the truth. 
I mean, okay, well, there's not really, so honestly, I'm pretty new. I had, I kind of went through the rigor, but like, I, I was, I was pretty new, but I did, I started doing comedy in LA and I kind of was doing jokes that were like, like I was doing this one joke about how I, uh, I get sometimes you got to use what you got to get to what you want. Like sometimes yeah. I'm on a train, let me think about it. So those are the train and I want the seat on the train. So I'll push out my gut. To make to look like I'm pregnant, and then I push out my gut, and like it got a laugh or whatever. But then I was like, "Am I making a joke of the fact that I have a gut? Is that the joke? You know what I mean? I have some jokes about that. I'm like, is that just the joke? Is that is that body positive? How can I say that I'm body positive if I'm yeah. making that kind of joke? But I mean, shit. Now that I'm saying it again, you chuckled. I'm gonna bring that shit back. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> You're like that was pretty good. I was pretty good back in the day. Actually, that's pretty good. I'm not, uh... <laughs> um, but honestly, yeah, no. Um, like mostly, what I what I, I think about in my personal life is how I was dishonest in my personal life. Uh... Yeah, more than that. I think comedy. Once I started doing comedy, I let me get you. <laughs> I'm like, gotta be honest with myself now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, and also, I mean, you're, you're, you know, if you were kind of closed off before and then you're going to a fucking show and all these people are open and honest, you know, you got, you got Dylan Adler and Kelly Bachman talking about being rape, rape victims. You're like, these people are not only like not ashamed to talk about, they're making it hilarious. Why can't I talk about that thing that I thought was off limits? Exactly. Honestly, comedy has freed me to talk more about the things that I find that I would find. Because I come from... Like, 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 I, like, I come from a family that we do not talk about. <laughs> like, you just don't talk. There is a lot to talk about, but you don't. You don't, you don't That's so good. About. Like, the house could be on fire, <laughs> and you're screaming, the house is on fire, and they're like, shh. We will talk about, <laughs> will talk about this outside. Oh, I love I, that. We are, we are in the middle of dinner. You know what I mean? I so, love like, that. Yeah, and I, you know, and I never, that never really, like, vibed with me, um, but I, I, it was hard to admit, like, to accept who I was. I think I had to, like, fail in life enough to accept who I was. Like, I, like, I used to work in finance. I used to work at a, a real estate investment bank. And used, yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, and, and so kind of what, I mean, is that necessarily inconsistent? Because my day job is a lawyer. And of course, I'm not a comic with your, I'm not a comic at all, let alone one with your delivery, but I don't know that they're necessarily inconsistent. And I had like, Kristen Seltman on, she's a lawyer, and I've had several lawyers on. Like, was what there something different? You're still your own person as a lawyer. Uh... Like, that's your, you know what I mean? No matter what, it gets filtered through your personality and through yeah. your beliefs and your ethics and your, your knowledge. You know what I mean? Right. But like, if you're like a fucking office drone at, at an yeah. investment bank and I'm like a, a loud queer black woman with, with natural hair, like if they told me I couldn't wear my hair in a front like this, I was like, what? I just got this hair back. <laughs> you can't, you telling me, they were like, mm, that's unprofessional. Oh, no. um, yep, I had, I had my coworker tell me like, this is just not the place to make a political statement. And I was like, <laughs> It's, it's not political. Like my hair grows out of my head. I didn't know. <laughs> I love that. It's like, it's not political at all. It's my natural hair. Is that a joke on stage? That's great. That should, you know what? Let me write some shit down. <laughs> that's, I'll do that as a joke. That's, I mean, that's. Because that, that makes perfect sense. I mean, I mean, it might just be too, it's, you know, if it, it would be funny if it weren't tragic, meaning like it's that person who's saying that in your life is so fucking out of the. Just so I, out of it that it's almost tragic woman, for her. A black woman said that to me. A black woman uh, said that to me. That makes it I, more interesting, right? 
I know that, but that's from a comedy the, perspective. Yeah, from a comedy perspective, <laughs> <laughs> tell a joke about this because, like, I think it would resonate with a lot of people who tried to fit into that like corporate world. Obviously, it's very different now, right? Yeah. Like, this was like 2013, 2000. <laughs> It was, it was so different back then. I'm talking about 2013. It was, it was. It was a different time back then. I love like, that. You can say, I mean, I should have sued. God damn, I would be so yeah. good. I'll, yeah, me, me, and the, me and the team of uh, comic lawyers, man, we'll, we'll hook you up. Right? No way. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get your card. Yeah. And so, yeah, it sounds like, I mean, we follow you everywhere. And like, you were, were you filming earlier today? What were you filming? Can yes, you, I was you filming say? some from sketches, I don't, I don't mean like, you know, I don't know what I can say. I was doing some sketches <laughs> for like Talib Bab and, and then G.K. Robinson, like that. Okay. They're, 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 they're put, they asked me to be a part of it. It was really cool. They're really cool. Did I they think let you wear your natural hair or no? Yes, they did. They encouraged it. Okay. <laughs> I am in, I'm finally in the right place. I got I pizza. <laughs> You're killing it, right? That's loud bitch comedy. You're living the loud bitch life, lifestyle again. It's coming back. That's right. We were down for a bit, but you can't keep a loud bitch down. It's back. <laughs> and so, yeah, to, if you had to kind of like, you know, teach somebody in, in a couple rules, like maybe three rules or something like that, the three rules of thumb, according to Sharia Mattis, like living the loud bitch lifestyle post-pandemic, what are the three rules? Live, your, three own, live your own truth? Yes. Be, be extremely honest uh be real loud laugh so loud people are annoyed with you <laughs> and you know what i mean just fucking you know eat pussy get money no um i'm, 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 I'm staying and that works for several genders absolutely <laughs> that's right for all the genders that's right absolutely that's yeah, i love that yeah because even on twitter it's sure it's sharia did that but it's femme daddy i love that that's right i'm it Oh, yeah. And I see a picture of the cat in the backpack. I saw that the other day on the street. My niece has one of those. Putting the cat in the backpack. Do you do that? Please say you do. I don't even have a cat, but I oh, would. Oh, get one and, put it, and I put it in a backpack. I mean, not all cats do backpacks. Some cats, some cats are from Brooklyn, and they will, kill, they will cut you. Dude, I, I love that, too. That's the name of your next album. Not all cats do backpacks. Yes! Dude, yeah, sure. I should be taking notes. I have so much funny. Yeah, it's like you have so much funny you, shit that you I have. I will give you an executive producer credit, unlike Kelly Bachman and Dylan Adler. Uh, dude, I'm going to go back to that sketch right now and make sure they mention you in that. But yeah, Sh Sh Sharia did that. And am I pronouncing your name correctly? I think I forgot it from the yes, beginning of no, that. No, Sharia. Sharia did that. And it's so funny. You're trying to teach us people how to pronounce it. And you're, you're saying it's like, Sh Sh and I read Sharia Law. I was always thought it was Sharia Law. And you're like, it's sharia like sharia and i'm like what the fuck how do you pronounce his name but sharia mattis yep. you got sharia mattis comedy but also loud bitch comedy and the next show is sometime in november when is it the 6th november 6th november 6th november, november 6th november 6th and we'll we'll catch those show details with that usama Siddiqui, and that's going to be a loud bitch comedy on instagram sharia mattis thank you so much for coming on thank you so much thank you it was a blast